Welcome to the Men Made For More podcast, a show designed by men for men looking to get strong, feel confident, and live a high-performing life. As men, we face many challenges as we try and strive for a better life. We want to live a meaningful and confident life, but don't know where to start. You've lost your physical and mental edge that's keeping you from living out your full potential. You're tired of talking about doing big things, and you're ready to start living it. With the Men Made For More podcast, our goal is to teach you how to strengthen your body, your mind, and your purpose on your way to reaching your full potential. It's time to start living as the man you know you can be to help lift up those that matter most in your life. In this podcast, we'll leave no stone unturned as to what it takes to get out of your comfort zone and step into living a strong, confident, and high-performing life. We'll focus on the topics that matter most for helping you develop into the man you were made to be. Our goal is to not only build strong men physically, but to help coach and develop strong friends, sons, brothers, fathers, business owners, and professionals in every area of your life. I'm your host, Dr. Dave Paschkowski, proud husband, business owner, physical therapist, and strength coach with a passion for helping other men strengthen their body, their mind, and their purpose. Wherever you're at in your journey, remember that you're made for more. I'm excited to have you here with us today. Now let's dive into today's episode of the Men Made For More podcast. Hey guys, welcome to today's show of the Men Made For More podcast. Excited for you guys to be here. Uh, Excited to talk about a theory I love of why subtraction equals addition. And this is counterintuitive. This is something that uh, me as a stubborn guy, I tend to fall victim to time and time again. And excited to talk a little more about what this means in, in not just your training, your health, but really in your life and applies to so many different things. Your training, your health, and most everything in your life is not additive. And the saying less equals more can be applied not just to health and fitness, but also holds true across many areas of your life. And if you ever find yourself struggling to achieve the results you want, despite throwing a lot of time, energy, and money at the problem, then you might need to start reframing the way you look at achieving these results. What if instead of having to spend more time, energy, and effort, the answer was actually in what you needed to remove? And this is commonly the case with my coaching clients that are looking to achieve the results they want in their health, their body, and their life. And I want you guys to listen up today because I want to talk a little more on why this subtraction mindset might be the answer that you're looking for. And I get it because let's, let's talk about in theory, it does sound great that throwing more things at what we're trying to improve would make sense that that would improve. We can think throwing more time, more energy, more effort, sometimes more money at the problem will just all of a sudden fix it. But in reality, this just really isn't the case. It usually doesn't work that way. Too much of a good thing can actually be a bad thing. And we can look at things like strength training, one of the best studied things and one of the things that sees results time and time again. But if you're strength training two times a day, seven days a week, every day of the year, that's going to catch up and you're going to start to lose all the positive benefits that supposedly come with strength training. Same thing can be applied to cardio. There's plenty of benefits towards a good cardio routine and where that fits in a good program. But if you run yourself in the ground, and I see it a lot with ultra runners that I work with regularly, is that these endurance athletes, some degree of cardio is good. But running, when you're asking your body to run 50 miles, 100 miles, and the training that is required for that can be negative as it relates to both health and performance. We can look at stuff like nutrition. Even the healthiest foods can be overdone. 
I see it all the time with uh, people looking to get into, you know, low carb, call it keto, if you will, even though I don't like using that, that term or that label, but uh, people that see the results of a, a high fat and low carb diet. But over time, they tend to get very uh, lenient on how much fat they're having. And they think, well, if high fat's good, then higher fat could be better. And they eat a lot of fat, which might help them feel good in the short term, but then ends up adding weight in a diet that's supposed to help remove inflammation, help you lose weight. Uh, It can be applied to superfoods. People take things like, you know, you can take avocados and nuts and seeds and uh, fruits. And I mean, you look at any food that has some benefit, but having more of that doesn't equal more health benefits. If anything, it can actually stall your weight loss goals. It can stall how you're feeling, how your body's performing. For things like your personal goals, setting more goals doesn't equal more success. We think we have such a hard time prioritizing and we think, well, if, if I can accomplish and set and accomplish this one goal, then why not have 10 or 15 that I can do? And, and in that case, adding more goals to it actually creates more confusion and more of a lack of clarity that can actually help you get your goals and can be the difference between getting to them or falling short. We can look at things like business or work life. Working more hours doesn't always equal more quality output. I see this all the time in my own life. I see this all the time in people I talk to of, yes, a solid workday can be you know, extremely effective, but it's the quality that matters just as much as the quantity does. If you're working eight quality hours where you're dialed in, you're not distracted, you're not checking your phone, you're not surfing on other sites, then you can get a lot of work done in that. And that can be in four hours that can happen. But if you work 12 hour days or you're saying you're working 15 hour days, but either your mental output isn't where it needs to be. If you're working distracted, if you're not putting out your best work, I'll take the, I'll take the short day any day of the week. If I can be completely dialed in and getting done the things that I need to, because it's not just about throwing more hours at a problem. That's actually might be a productivity problem or a focus problem. So those are just a few examples across some different areas of not just health and fitness, but through your life in general. And I know how tempting it is to believe the myth that more is always better, but this is a slippery slope that usually pushes you further away from your main goals and not closer towards them. I've had several clients I've worked with that never really experienced significant breakthroughs until removing what was actually holding them back. It wasn't about the next thing to add in. It wasn't about the next thing to do or some magic thing to add in. It was about removing what was holding them back. And we talk about removing the brakes before pushing the gas. This is something that I find a lot of people, uh, the analogy would be that you have the parking brake on, but you're trying to drive faster. You're trying to push the gas. You're trying to work through it. When in reality, simply removing the parking brake, you don't even have to push the gas any harder to see some incredible progress. And I've seen clients, back pain is a common one, people with years of back pain, simply by removing some lifestyle factors, such as the time spent sitting, getting out and walking more, uh, removing things that are, you know, static postures, things like driving, car time, removing those things, and at times replacing them with, with beneficial things, but at times simply just removing the things that are holding them back and leading to pain, leading to those poor movement patterns. Uh, with clients that are struggling to lose body fat, it can actually be removing a day of cardio from their routine. I know it seems crazy and people think that more is better, but I've seen people 
get leaner and lose body fat from training three or four days a week versus five or six days a week. And this seems totally counterintuitive because you would think six days a week, I'm burning more calories, but there's so many other things that people don't realize factor in that honestly, if getting lean is your goal, four, four days, four or five days is, is plenty of time. If you're doing six days, uh, there's benefits from a, you know, a cardiovascular standpoint, from a fitness standpoint, but that's not always the answer to losing body fat and getting lean. This comes into so many other factors at play. And same thing with the thing of losing body fat. We look at nutrition. We look at clients where it's like, Hey, we don't need to change your workout at all. We don't need to change anything. We just need to remove a certain food or type of food that is getting overconsumed. Something maybe even healthy, healthy in small amounts, like say a nut butter or even, even things like drinking alcohol that uh, in small amounts is for most people probably not going to set them back incredibly. But when that starts creeping in daily or even weekly, that can end up leading to problems over time. Uh, for some clients that struggling to reach personal goals and actually removing goals, as I kind of touched on earlier, can create some incredible clarity and focus that was missing. I know someone specifically that uh, came to me with 15 plus goals. It might even been more than that, but a long laundry list of all these things that they wanted to get done that year. And I, I told them right away, I said, we're going back, we're going to scrap those 15 goals, like once you narrow this down to three. And that is extremely hard for someone that thinks more is better. But by making that switch from 15 goals down to three, we had three laser focus goals across some different areas, two of those being health, one of those being personal related, that gave us incredible focus for, okay, now we know exactly we can form a plan off that. When we have 15 goals, then our focus, our direction is all over the place and we're not really making meaningful progress in the areas that we need to. And lastly, for, um, you know, for myself personally, this can be, you know, a feeling of struggling to get it all done when it comes to my relationships, my work and my health and actually removing the time spent directly working on these things and creating more margin just to, I guess, be able to live and not, not worry about these things is really where I've seen a lot of results. And it's so easy for me to think that more is better for me to think that, more time spent focusing on it is better, but that can create some added stress around it. That creates some other things that actually move us further from our goals and helps us, uh, helps us to lose sight of what really matters in the bigger picture. And that's an episode I'm going to dive a little deeper into uh, at the end of this week, but taking out some time, taking out some of the focus, actually subtracting can work some incredible wonders. So I want to wrap up here with some practical steps. So what are some practical steps you can take to apply the principle of subtraction into your training and into your life? First off, think less, but better. And this is a quality over quantity thing. Think less about how much you're doing and more about doing that better. So focus on the quality. If that's in your training, that can be maybe not adding in a sixth day or a fifth day, an extra day, maybe focusing on those training sessions being super high quality, mentally focused, physically dialed in, and really doing those quality ones versus stretching to a sixth one where maybe all six get watered down a little bit when you can do five really well or four really well, or for some people, two really well. So think less, but think better. And this can apply to a lot of things, but as we relate to tra training specifically, make sure that you're focused on quality. 
Uh, another thing from a, and it's more from a, a personal standpoint in general is don't fill your schedule up to the brim. We love packing our schedules with so much. We try and fit so much into our day that it leaves no room for life happening. It leaves no room for an unexpected call or an unexpected thing at work that comes up or uh, you know, something with a you know a child or a friend or something that takes our attention and then our whole day gets thrown off. And if we don't have those margins built in, it's going to make, uh, it's going to really distract us from, distract us and discourage us from reaching whatever that goal is, whatever that thing is for the day. And uh, that can really be an issue if you're not regularly programming these things in. Uh, next, don't fall into the trap of overestimating what you can get done in a day. And that goes right along with the uh, last piece I was talking about. I know so many people, I'm, and I'm talking to myself on this one as much as I'm talking to you guys, that think, oh, I can get all these things done. These are the you know, 10 things I have to get done today. I think I can make them all work. If I do this from this time to this time, and you start planning your schedule, and you're like, yep. And then one thing gets thrown off track, one thing takes longer, and then all of a sudden you're like, I don't know if I'm going to get a single thing done today. Versus, and I love this with our, our goal setting course, we have one thing, pick one thing that needs to get done that day. And it shouldn't be, a, you can make it a big thing, but make sure that it's something that's doable and focus all your focus on that one thing. And you can have separate lists of things that if you knock that off early, then move on to the next thing. But make sure you're training, you're focusing on one thing at a time. So some other things for in your training that you can do to apply this principle would be if, for example, if you're trying to lose weight, focus on the things that matter most. Don't get caught up in doing more, adding to more different supplements, different things that might not really be pushing the needle forward. Focus on things like quality nutrition specific to your goals. Focus on low-level movement throughout the week. You don't have to do a, a crazy amount of high-intensity or CrossFit workouts to get some really good weight loss benefits to look and feel good. Some low-level movement throughout the week can really uh, really create some positive progress if done in context with some of these other things. Make sure you have a well-rounded strength and conditioning program. This is something that, again, it doesn't have to be, you, know, you don't have to be an Olympic athlete, but having some degree of some quality strength training, some quality conditioning work can really go a long way if you're trying to lose weight. And aim for a total weekly volume that allows you to see progress without leaving you feeling too beat up. This should include uh, those strength training moves we've talked about. It should include something specific to your movement and your goals, but it should also be something that you feel like you're recovering. You feel like you have energy to show up in other areas. You feel like it's enjoyable. And that total weekly volume, aim for as little as possible to get to results at times. For some people, you know, and I'm, I'm not talking to the ones out there that are looking to maybe, you know, max out a deadlift or max out a squat or uh, put on serious loads of muscle. But for those just generally trying to be healthy and lose weight, don't see how much you can do to get the results. See what's the minimum effective dose to get the results you're looking for. And that's a total different mindset flip, but one that can go a long way in finding something that's sustainable and that you enjoy doing. Take a deload week every one to two months is another uh, great thing, something I program in with a uh, majority of the clients I work with because constantly pushing your body and asking more out of your body will potentially lead to breakdown over time, will potentially lead to you feeling burned out. So make sure you're taking a week of, you're not taking a whole week off to just sit on the couch, but taking a week of some less volume, some less intensity. And lastly, uh, this uh, 
sometimes should go without saying, but stick to one session a day. There are some people that have a hard time. They're trying to squeeze more in. They're like, well, I did a strength training session, but I also want to jump on the assault bike or jump on the row or go for a run. And this is such a short-minded, you know, uh, kind of single focused mindset that keeps you from getting to your goals that you're really after. Stick to one session a day. We're playing the long game. We're not after winning uh, just the individual day at the expense of the big picture. So a few things uh, to wrap up in your nutrition that you can focus on. Ditch the mindset of calories in versus calories out. And this kind of blends between nutrition and fitness, but quit thinking of weight loss or of reaching your goals as purely calories in versus calories out. If you do, this becomes an addition game because you either have to eat less to reach your goals, assuming we're talking weight loss, or you have to burn more calories. So you're always trying to add more in. You're always trying to burn more calories and weight loss and getting lean and all those things that most people are after are much more complicated than calories in versus calories out. So dish that mindset focus on that quality movement we talked about, quality nutrition, and make small tweaks as needed. Worry less about supplements and superfoods and more about removing things that are probably not helping your body work at its highest capacity. So common foods or things that can boost inflammation and decrease the results you're looking for would include added sugars or refined carbohydrates, poor quality meats and other foods. Dairy is a big trigger for a lot of people. Gluten is a big trigger for a lot of people and alcohol. So these are all things that try taking maybe one of them. If you know you have a, a problem with of overconsuming, or uh, you know your body might not do well with, try cutting back the, the uh, total total amount of that, or removing it altogether and see how your body does. Again, this is more that removal principle versus trying to add in more things that fight inflammation. People try and find uh, you know they'll use a, a multivitamin or a vitamin or some kind of supplement to decrease inflammation they'll they'll try and add more turmeric into their into their smoothie versus just removing the things that are actually causing the inflammation in the first place so that's uh just some hopeful hopefully practical tips for you guys to uh, take and run with there's a lot of things we can expand on in this but that's uh at the core the less but better philosophy that after and that applies to training nutrition apply that to personal areas of your life as well and I know it's tempting to believe that more will get us better results and in less time, but it's actually quite the opposite. By failing to apply the principle of subtraction, you'll continue to see average or even stalled results with more likelihood of burnout, overtraining, and overstressing your body. So instead, I want you guys to imagine being able to remove things to help you apply the less but better principle. Instead of spinning your wheels and wearing yourself down, you can actually achieve more meaningful progress with a more deliberate and purposeful approach. And uh, I really hope you guys take that to heart. Think of things that you can remove in your personal life, in your training, in your fitness that might actually boost you forward. And if you're looking to get confidence in your strength back when it comes to your health, uh, I have a link in the show notes for you guys. Uh, you guys can download, it's free, the five-day roadmap to living healthy, strong, and fit. You'll get the five most important physical and mental strategies needed to help you reach high performance in your health. And a lot of these things that I'm talking about on these podcast episodes, uh, that's in there trying to address this from the inside out. So we address mindset, we address fitness, nutrition, stress and sleep management, and get you guys dialed in on your health. So go ahead and check that out in the show notes and appreciate you guys listening in today, guys. I appreciate every one of you taking time to listen to the show and better your health. So reach out if you guys need anything. Uh, my email is there in the show notes and I will talk to you guys tomorrow.
Thanks so much for listening to today's episode of the Men Made For More podcast. I hope you found today's show valuable and that you have some actionable strategies you can apply to your life today. If this is your first time listening, thanks for being here. The aim of this podcast is to provide a ton of the best possible content to help you grow in your journey to becoming the best version of yourself. If you enjoyed the podcast and found it helpful, please make sure to subscribe to the podcast and leave a five-star review. These subscriptions and reviews help other like-minded men discover the podcast and take the next step in strengthening their body, their mind, and their purpose. If you're a regular listener, I can't thank you enough for investing in yourself in this show. Please make sure to share this with a friend or post on social media and tag me with your favorite part from today's show. If you haven't already, make sure to join the Men Made For More Facebook group to be a part of a community of like-minded men that are elevating their game and living for more by searching Men Made For More on Facebook. Keep challenging yourself, growing, and know that it's okay to get out of your comfort zone and know that you're made for more. Thanks for listening and see you guys soon.